All right, hey everybody. This is uh, time. It's time for our holiday fearless flyer coverage. Uh, a few months later, uh, from 2017, where we get to go back and think about what Trader Joe's had in stock and was uh, p- promoting for the holidays. And this isn't passive aggressive. Say, well, you're promoting it through these. Why aren't you promoting these things on podcasts? Uh, uh, I guess when someone would do it, promote it for free on a podcast, why don't you pay for that kind of stuff, Trader Joe's? You know, so so if you, if you get a chance, go go ahead and you know get bug Trader Joe's. They can you know they they can they they do have the I think they make the highest margins uh, per square foot, so you know they can afford to be bugged. Uh, as long as they don't raise my prices, if they had to find a way to enter, like. Uh, uh, whatever, but so I'm going to cover the Thanksgiving and the holiday versions of the Trader Joe's Fearless Flyer. And what I'll do is, I guess after I do the Thanksgiving one, I'll give my thoughts on, uh, or my relationship with this year. This season was different. Every, every year, it's the seasons of my life, as Thomas Moore or Thomas Aquinas once said. You know, Trader Joe's, it's a place, it's time, I think it was Thomas Moore who said, Trader Joe's, it's a place to shop for all seasons, for people of all seasons. Um, but so I'll do my holiday, like my, my, like my personal, I mean, I personalize this anyway, but, uh, it definitely over the past two years have had different like, relationships with the holiday selection there. And this year was no different, probably more boring this year. Uh, but so this is, uh, the food pilgrim, pilgrimager, food pilgrimager, uh, volume 11, number one, November 2017. Presenting a selection of uh, fine, fanciful foods to keep you and yours happy and thank you, or uh, thankful. Uh, also, just in case you don't have a Trader Joe's, uh, let me explain that. Just to be fair, Trader Joe's is in the U.S. in in it's a I don't know if it's a regional supermarket or food shop, a, a grocery store. I think those are the three terms. Uh, and it, it, it's just in certain regions of the U.S., it mostly stocks Trader Joe's branded merchandise or, you know, merchandise they contract out. And uh, it's very good at, like, a, like a, it's like a 60% impulse shopping and 40% grocery shopping. But they do seem to have either, I don't know if it's marketing or uh, if it's, you know, but, it, like, that's where I do all my grocery shopping. And here's a couple of reasons. One, the store's smaller. Uh, two, you occasionally have crushes on people that, like, like, uh, like I find it, like, uh, uh, like, uh, three, it's a store smaller. The pricing, I think, is, like, uh, com- very competitive. And uh, I like, like, when I'm impulse shopping there, uh, uh, even though you're still dealing with some sort of corporation, it, it feels different. So there's, I don't know. They do a good job. Uh, Trader Joe's, they do a good job. Uh, but it's just a grocery store with a whimsically, uh, store branded merchandise. Uh, and so this is the, the one for Thanksgiving here. And it's turkeys came November 10th. I don't know if I've had a Trader Joe's turkey. I think I have, but not in a few years. Uh, uh, then pumpkin pie. I don't think I've had their pumpkin pie. Let's see what this is. According to some food historians, originally 17th century pumpkin pie was a hollow out, hollowed out pumpkin filled with milk, honey, and spices and sometimes apples. 
but you know, I, maybe I'll try one. I don't know if they'll be on sale this week. They were already five ninety nine. Twenty roses. Here's the thing: if you're on a first date or a hundredth date, uh, twenty roses is here. Here's another idea: split them into tens. Here's another idea: split it in sixes and then keep uh, two for yourself. Uh, uh, these are from Bogota, Colombia. So shout out to our friend David. Uh, he's in Medellin, I think, uh, over at Love Your Work podcast. Uh, but this is an assorted, seemingly unseasonal flowers. is actually an annual affair. Uh, these prodig- prodigious rose blooms are pruned in November. Oh, because they want to get the bumper crop for fe- February. And that's nine ninety nine for twenty roses. Here's the thing: Will they keep to to Valentine's Day? I'd probably not, but uh, you could try. You save a lot of dough. Okay, here's a bargain I missed. I never looked at the pricing. They had chocolate advent calendars for ninety nine cents. I should I could have just bought those for gifts uh, for ninety nine cents. And one was even an adventure board game. Uh, but I do my advent calendar, uh, I get a Lego one. This year was Star Wars Legos for, for my daughter. And that's it. Then automatic dishwashing gel, three ninety nine for 42 ounces with plant and mineral-based ingredients. Uh, and I don't have a dishwasher, so that, but that seems like a good deal, three ninety nine Fresh lemon scent. Uh, here's one that I'll never pronounce. Gr- green beans, uh, but... Uh, these ones are, are another solution. Haricot verts, uh, beans green in French. Uh, they don't have a string that you have to pull out. Uh, these legumes are quick to cook, and you would say snap. Uh, Five ninety nine for two pounds. Uh, so it's interesting. First page. Maybe I've tried the pumpkin pie, but I can't be certain. Okay, then we have grade A butter, double A. I don't know what double A means. Maybe they explain it. Uh, award-winning creamery, parcel four-ounce uh, sticks, waxed paper, uh, two ninety-nine, uh, like uh, for a pound. Uh, and I, that's where I do buy my butter. Uh, gourmet fried onion pieces. I have to have one one canister from last year and one from this year in my cupboard, but I haven't used them. Uh, though it says they had gourmet flair to almost any holiday side and a savory boost. Uh, well, hot dogs aren't a bad idea. Maybe I'll try it with hot dogs because uh, I have two of them. I always say, well, let me get that. That's an impulse buy. Raw pecan halves uh, from Texas, 12,000 acres of pecan trees. Uh, Mur- Murasaki sweet potatoes, uh, dark purple on the outside, cream colored on the inside. Three ninety nine. Uh, cut butternut squash. Uh, again, I'm not. A, I'm not big on the. Uh, I guess I'm not big on squash and sweet potatoes. Trimmed asparagus. My daughter. I love asparagus. My daughter does not. But that's two ninety nine. And you know that's. I think that is a cruciferous vegetable. So that's good. Uh, like participants in a regional game of telephone, rural Englanders in the early 20th century mislabeled it as sparrowgrass. While we're not under exactly sure how, how they understood the bird connection, uh, they do look like grass, they say. Uh, go, extensive history going back to at least ancient Egypt. Uh, then here was something. I don't know if they stacked this all through the year. I'm not a truffle. I mean, I do like truffles, but... Uh, 
a black truffle butter. If you want something fancy, if they, I don't know if they still have it, but uh, I do recommend that to people that like truffles. Uh, smooth and creamy, earthy flavor and aroma. A three ounce tub for two ninety nine. A uh, corn pudding. I didn't even. Uh, this looks interesting. Uh, is a turkey sidekick. Uh, ready-made side dish. Twenty next year. Souffle esque recipe. Listen to this. Filled with tender yellow and white corn, diced onions, and swimming with a rich blend of mozzarella and Parmesan cheese. I'm gonna stop there today and see if they still have that in stock. That looks good. Oh, but this is from Thanksgiving. Uh, pull apart Aloha rolls. Uh, I saw these were still in stock on the, uh, uh, I don't know when the last time I was there, 20, maybe I was on there on the 29th or the 28th or the 27th, uh, or the 26th. I was in the grocery store one of those days. Uh, so they still had those and those are like, uh, look great. Uh, you know, you could make little sliders with those too. Uh, turkey gravy, I either have two or three of those, these in my cupboard, but I haven't made any turkey, but in case, you know, if, if, if something happens, I got plenty of turkey gravy. Uh, let's see, then they have three mash cash or three mash cache, uh, must be pre-made, uh, mashed potatoes, uh, formed into medallions, uh, is this frozen? Uh, these, oh no, maybe not. I, I don't know. I tried to buy like, I thought I would buy some, uh, of the dried mashed potatoes. This was like four or five years ago for my daughter. Uh, Cause she liked the, um, the flaky ones, but she didn't like the ones from Trader. No offense, Trader Joe's. Uh, these are form. Oh yeah. Frozen. This, this looks interesting. I might have to try those, uh, 20 ounce bag, two forty nine. but I, I'm really good at making mashed potatoes. That's what I made this year uh, for Thanksgiving. Uh, you could say it doesn't get simpler, 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 or simpler or sweeter with a mashed sweet potatoes. Uh, Eighteen ounce bag, two forty nine, and then mashed cauliflower uh, with skim milk, a half and half, and butter. Uh, velvety puree seasoned with garlic. This sounds pretty good. Uh, and enhanced with chunks of cauliflower florets, uh, frozen in medallions. I'm gonna have to try that. Okay, so that's interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, this is all grown-up stuff. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, scalloped tra- cracker trio. While not a traditional Thanksgiving meal, uh, uh, scalloped crackers with their fancy edges fit right in. Rosemary, red chili, and garlic. I didn't see those. I would try those. I'd love to r- taste a red chili cracker. Uh, this year I didn't have the Thanksgiving and stuffing kettle chips, but I did have them last year, and they were very good. So maybe 2018 you could try those. Uh, raspberry cran- cranberry spritzer. Uh, that's like a juice in sparkling water uh, or as a base for something more adult. Uh, roasted tomato and cranberry salsa, I'd pass on that. I'd like uh, cranberry, sh- goat cheese. As I say, when I have goat cheese, I can taste the goat. I'm not a big fan of goat cheese. I can taste it. It doesn't just taste gamey. It tastes goaty to me, goat cheese. And it's not the fact that it's called goat cheese because I can taste it even when I say, oh, what it was, oh, that tastes like goat to me. That must be goat cheese. Uh, they had four kinds of cranberries. Uh, dried cranberries, uh, 149. Fresh cranberry sauce, three forty nine. 
Uh, regular cranberry sauce in a jar, one ninety nine, and cranberry orange relish at three forty nine. Uh, then they had puff dogs, which are uh, like a, a hot dog in a uh, puffy stuffing. I've bought these for school lunches. One hot dog will make two lunches. I think this is the one. Uh, yeah, full-size uncured beef hot dog. Uh, like I, I bake one, cut it in half, and it make, goes for two lunches for my daughter. Uh, turkey cranberry apple salad. Uh that's three ninety nine through the Thanksgiving season. Didn't have that, but that doesn't sound too bad. Uh, the turkeys. Let's see what this says about turkeys. They had turkeys, spiral cooked ham, brine, bone in, half turkey breast. Oh, bone in! I didn't know that. Uh, no hyperbole. Uh, and then turkey and stuffing in croute uh, or something. What does that even mean? Oh, like burf, burf Wellington, beef Wellington. Uh, I'm having trouble, like, reading the turkeys because of the way this uh, newspaper is a thing. Uh, I'm not a ham person, but, uh, you know, like, uh, hams are, I think they're easier to prepare because they're already cooked. Uh, and let's check the uh, back page here. All's well that ends well, they say. Uh, the turkey and cranberry dog treats is 16-ounce packs, three forty nine. Uh, sweet potato and marshmallow pixie pie uh, from uh, made exclusively in Kentucky. This uh, non-fictional yet fantastical pixie pie mix is a lifesaver. Uh, somewhere between a brownie and a pie in texture with a buttery crust. Uh, this sounds interesting, but I'm not a big fan of sweet potatoes. Uh, turkey, uh, fat-free bouillon, turkey stock, uh, 229 uh, great for your stuffing. Oh, here's another thing I have two or three of from the past two or three years in my cupboard. Uh, cream of portobello mushroom soup, uh, one ninety nine. Shelf stable, it says. Hopefully for a long time. Uh, gingerbread turkey kit. I didn't try this this year. Uh, it comes with everything you need, though, other than egg whites and vinegar. Uh, cornbread stuffing mix. I didn't try that. Gluten-free stuffing mix, five ninety-nine. Riced cauliflower stuffing. So they're really big on this, like really using cauliflower for different things. Uh, mini marshmallows. I have those in my cupboard for uh, hot cocoa times. Uh, coins of the world. Uh, oh, this is interesting. They have euros, francs, pounds, and U.S. coins wrapped in uh, gold, silver, and copper colored foil for Hanukkah or Christmas Eve, it says. Even Scrooge could keep them all for themselves. And then finally, uh, oh, wait, there's two more. Uh, is it a pie? Is it a cake? Or is it a cobbler? Traditionally uh, found on holiday staples across New England, Nantucket-style cranberry pie. And it's see this one. Uh, tart cranberries, walnut pieces uh, form this buttery confection with accents of almond and vanilla. Sounds like it could be interesting. And then a chocolate pecan pie bar. Uh, it's rectangular, which is why we decided to call it a bar. Uh, it's a melt-in-your-mouth, equal-angled, pie-esque treat. I think I have the ingredients. Is this come in a box? Uh, oh, no, this comes in, you buy it. Because uh, I did buy a box of something with pecans you could make that I haven't made. Uh, I'll probably make it, you know, maybe maybe in March. I don't know. 
so that's the Thanksgiving one. And then we'll move on to the holiday season one. Okay, so we're going to talk about my holiday purchases. I tried to curb, like, here's the thing. Uh, like, if you just started listening to this podcast or you've been listening a while, but you sleep through this and you're listening now. I've gone through a different phases of my relationship with all the holiday impulse buy stuff at Trader Joe's. And I think they probably have like a marketing team studying me because like, uh, like usually I just buy everything, at least one tub of everything that looks interesting to me. And I guess they just mean holiday desserts, but like, so one year I did that, uh, well before the podcast and they had less selection. This was probably like five or six years ago. Then I get settled on these, uh, Dark covered peppermint JoJo's uh, with uh, candy cane pieces. You know, just buy those. I would buy like, so I had one box a month uh, over the year until the next holiday season. And uh, like, uh, I burned out of those. And actually, like, even there's one time, like, I, I had a roommate and uh, like, she, she actually uh, like stole a bunch of them. And then I had like internal debate. I said, I know she took them, uh, because she didn't even like bother covering it up. And it was someone that was like, uh, like my senior, like much older than me. Uh, and I, but I said, what the heck? Like, uh, why would you steal my, like, but anyway, I got burned out of the dark chalk. Like it became too chocolatey for me. I just ate too much of that. And then last year, for sure, I mean, I literally, I'm not ashamed. I guess I should be ashamed to say it. I still have Trader Joe's holiday cookies in my cupboard from last holidays. Because uh, last year, I like anything I bought, I tried to, and it was for the podcast, also for kind of podcast research, but I bought a lot of different stuff that I thought I would like. And the most part, I did uh, like this stuff, and then I would consume it. And then other stuff, I was like, I'll try that later. Or some stuff I just said, well, that was good, uh, but um, I, I won't repurchase it. And this year I said, come on, can we keep a control on this? Because I'd like to actually make some holiday cookies or something, which I didn't really do. Uh, but I did cut down on my purchases this year because I just said, uh, let's try to like, let's try to practice some self-control. Uh, it, but I do still have stuff that I haven't tried yet. I still have stuff from 2016 holidays. I probably have stuff from 2015. I mean, including shelf-stable stock. Uh, and so this will be interesting because I, I probably have some interesting reviews. And I will say that the one, my favorite uh, thing from 2016 did not return, which made sense, uh, which was a tub of uh, butter cookies shaped like a holiday wreaths and then dipped in green sugar. Yeah, so very simple, uh, like a, like a, like a holiday cookie that you would buy at a store and not make, you know, the harder butter cookies. Uh, and I must say, I, I mean, I'm not, I guess like, I'm not kidding. Like it's like, uh, I probably ate four or five tubs of those last year. No, probably more four, five, six tubs of those last year you know, over the holiday season in the first three or four months of 2017. And I guess, I don't know, I'm just trying to cut back on treats a little bit, but, but it like, uh, it, it, as we start out this, uh, thing on the front page, I purchased two of the three things on the front page. So this is the uh, 2017 holiday fearless flyer. 
and uh, it has a sinking moon with a crown on it, uh, saying, a marbit, a marbit, my kingdom for a marbit. Uh, and really nice design. And it starts out, okay, here, well, here's another thing you want to learn about scoots, and I'll try to keep this as, uh, as friendly as I can. The first thing that comes up is winter snowflake pasta. And I'll tell Trader Joseph and, and the rest of you, if you, if you want me to immediately stop listening to you, Use the word snowflake in any context other than talking about snow or uh, arts and crafts. Uh, it literally shuts my down my listening. Like a, a like a great, I just have a great reaction uh, to the way that term has been reappropriated and then re reappropriated. So don't use it like just never use that term unless you say well, it has making snowflakes. Uh, or, uh, you know, oh, look at those snowflakes falling. So, so sorry, Trader Joe's. I'm going to skip that. I guess they could say technically we just, it's just a snowflake-shaped pasta. And I'd say, okay, well, uh, I don't know. I, I've lost it. That term just impacts me now. But also because I got, like, I get, like, it gets used in, like, emails. Dear Scoots, uh, something, something, snowflake. Uh, and I say, okay. Like, uh, I, get, I should just put an auto block filter on my email. Also, it never says dear scoots. It, it never starts like that. It just says, just so you know, that that's, if you, if you're also don't start in emails with just so you know, or like a compliment. And then just so you know, uh, that, that, that tells me when someone says, just so you know, I say the next sentence is going to have snowflake in it. I bet $50. Uh, but anyway, let's go on to great, great news. And this is something I, I have a treasure waiting for me at the end of this rainbow is mini minty stars. And I am a huge fan of mint in uh, chocolatey mint. Uh, and, uh, you know, not everybody is, but I am. So I, that's like one of the things about the holiday season. Even if it's fake, I don't, I don't care. And I've never tried these. I think these were new in 2017. And I don't know, I guess not. I'm wrong once wrong once again. Oh no, maybe not. Uh uh we'll I'll read the thing. But it, like so I have these in my cupboard, just one box, because I tried to practice self control. And I'll be eating them at some point in twenty eighteen. Uh mini minty stars. Uh Oh, yeah, inspired by the perennial Trader Joe's uh, season favorite dark chocolate stars, the mini cho- mini dark chocolate minty stars. Oh, they joined the family in 2013, and now they've become stars in their own right through the fifth year running. Even though they're small, these celestials are, look, this is really well written, uh, outfitted with a big boost of flavor from chocolate and mint. Uh, really, this is so, and I'm not being facetious, this is so well. Uh, each cookie is liberally adorned with nonpareils, uh, which not only add to the visual appeal, but also a scrumptious crunch. Uh, we're nearly certain you could do Look at, they even say this anywhere, anytime you could enjoy them inside, outside, on a train, or even a crane, uh, with cocoa, tea, or a hot steaming monk of, uh, or coffee. Your enjoyment will surely multiply. If you're a fan of the originals and you like the idea of chocolatey, minty, miniature things, you'll thank your lucky stars. Look at this, uh, you wonderful use of alliteration. Uh, listen to the sentence. You'll thank your lucky stars for these little luminaries. Wow. Uh, 
Uh, we're selling 10 by 10 ounce of box of kosher certified stars for the stellar price of two ninety nine. Okay. So there's those. Then I have this one chocolate covered pretzel assortment. Uh, Oh, pretzel twist assortment. These I have, and we only had, it, it had two layer levels. Uh, and so we've only eaten one half of this box and the other half is still sealed. Uh, and it's really good. I think this is the one. It has three different ones. Yeah. I'll read it, read it. So you can, we'll be honest. We like covering pretzels in chocolate. You know, no shoot. Uh, is a no additional twist to Trader Joe's chocolate, blah, blah, blah. The real deal, covered in good chocolate, that's italicized. So I don't know what that means. That, that I may quibble with the editing there, but uh, the concept is simple. Salty, twisty, crispy, and that is a key with the pretzels. Chocolate pretzels is the salt. Uh, covered in smooth chocolate and crunchy toppings. Uh, result, not so simple, but downright impressive. And here's where it gets good. Each box has 12 pretzels enrobed in three unique topping combination, dark chocolate and chopped almonds, milk chocolate and rainbow sprinkles, and dark char- chocolate and crushed peppermint. And they're bigger than, they're, they're like regular size pretzels, not a soft pretzel size. And you'll find four of every variety, which means there's plenty for sharing. And we also understand if you want to eat all 12 of them. And that's six ninety nine. And it came in a really nice box. Uh, it may say wasteful, but I mean, I realize this is part of how they get you to um, impulse buy things. Okay, then they had wreaths. I didn't buy a wreath from them. I never have, but I should have. Like on the, like before Thanksgiving, nine ninety nine. Probably smelled really good, and they looked good. Uh, then sipping chocolate. I think I tried this once. I said, what the heck is the difference between this? And how, is it like, uh, uh, so I may have tried that. I may not have, uh, it's just re I guess I'm not, cause I'm not like a diehard dark chocolate fan. Uh, I said, I'd rather just drink black coffee. If I'm going to have dark chocolate and it's before 12, I'll just have dark co- black coffee. Oh, here's a little story break. I don't know. this. Uh, they must be listening to this podcast. I may have to contact someone. Uh, like, this is called The O's of Hot Cocoa. And now an exclusive interview with one of our buyers conducted by the Fearless Fox. Uh, uh, Fearless Fox, uh, Hot Cocoa. What's wrong with good old hot cocoa? The buyer says, well, a bowl. Oh, this is, they have these hot cocoa, like Cheerios, but with a hot cocoa flavor. Uh. Uh, I don't know. It goes on and on. Here's the Marbits thing. The Marbits here. What does Marbit mean? Oh, marshmallow bits, I guess. Oh, so it says uh, Marbits. Oh, the industry term for freeze-dried marshmallows, FYI. Uh, Usually those are freeze-dried marshmallows are full of stuff they don't want under the Trader Joe's label, like ingredients. Uh, So they search the uh, world uh, for... uh, Trader Joe's friendly mallows, and where do they find them? Belgium, of course. Vanilla marbits. Uh, might have to see if they have that. I didn't realize it had marbits in there. Look at this market. This is live marketing working. Okay, here's a hit that I didn't have this year. My daughter wanted it this year. Is a uncured bacon wrapped porchetta pork roast. I had this. We had this choice for dinner last year, and it was so easy. And very good. Actually, I was holding it one time uh, when I was trying, like someone asked me a question 
like I someone I made eye contact with. Then I went to the meat section. Then they came over to the meat section, and then I was holding this pork roast. Uh, and they asked me a question. I couldn't even answer the question. Like they said, "Is there pork roast here?" And I said, "Hobara, hamara, hobara, gara, visaba." And like, uh, so I blew that. That's uh, like really actually what happened. Like when I think I described this on last year, I said, huh, did I just, was that, was that some like random eye contact or was that like, was that some spark eye contact? And I said, no, just, uh, I said, keep your eyes to yourself, scoots. And I said, well, it's incidental lingering. I, I said, I couldn't do anything like, uh, like eye contact. Not, and they said, just go to, the, go pick up your roast. Uh, and then, the, 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 then. It was already in internal conflict, so what's this? Hold the cone. I didn't see this one either. Hold the cone, peppermint edition. Uh, pumpkin season's gone. It's peppermint season. Uh, uh, peppermint flavor to hold the cone, mini ice cream cones. I guess I got to go straight to Trader Joe's after I record. Uh, then they had beet and roasted garlic dip. I did have beets on the ho- during the holidays, and I still don't like. I only like pickled beets. I can taste the dirt in the beets. I don't know if I ever talked about this. I used to work in a smoothie and uh, coffee shop, uh, and we would. We also had a juicer, and one of the juices we had contained beets. And since I was an employee there, he said, well, maybe I should start juicing, like drinking a juice when I get to work instead of like to, this was like a long time ago to counteract my lifestyle. And, uh, like it, there was always beets. You could have it with beet or without. And I, I, like I said, this beet tastes too, like much like dirt. Uh, so that's me and beets. Uh, that's, that's, that's beets. Uh, maple bourbon flavored glazed uncured ham. That sounds pretty good. Three pounds, it's five ninety nine a pound uh, throughout the holiday ham season, concurrent with peppermint season. This is funny writing. Uh, we all have one relative who plays the role of holiday ham so well, constantly cracking jokes at the expense of Uncle Tim, dramatically uh, acting out scenes from Miracle on 34th Street and causing a scene during the gift exchange. Uh, but they're about to be overshadowed by a new uh, stealing the show, maple maple bourbon flavored ham. Uh, so that's good. Then uh, boneless beef rib roast, eleven ninety nine a pound. That's too expensive for me. Uh, artisan crafted English toffee. Is that bespoke toffee? It's nine ninety nine for thirty ounces. Uh, that's like Ferro Rocher or whatever, but more expensive. Oh no, the other one, Almond Roca. You know, if you ever need uh, to make up a, like, a, like a, this is a freebie. Like, if you, if it's, if someone has almond roca, you just take the, um, uh, Ricky, uh, uh, Martin song, Live in La Vida Loca, and you can just substitute eating some almond roca or whatever you wish. Uh, you know, uh, Billy loves almond roca. So that's a freebie for, for anybody that's an almond roca fan in your life. Uh, uh, Hasselback potatoes. What the heck are those? Uh, fried, chipped, mashed, and scalped, and especially Hasselbacked. Uh, oh, an accordion cut, uh, which delivers creamy spuds with crispy skins. Uh, made in France. Uh, before freezing, they're fried. Uh, seasoned with butter, salt, and then baked. Uh, 
when you bake them in the oven, uh, the fan-like presentation is a sight to behold, an elegant side. And I've never seen those. Uh, another, my freezers are always full of, like, uh, junk, so I never have room for food in there. I mean, it has old food, uh, like a lot of, uh, like, one, ice cream containers with one scoop of ice cream left. And old ice, uh, Nova Scotia sockeye salmon, uh, smoked. That sounds delicious. Uh, and, uh, sure. My, I think my mom likes that, uh, but, but we didn't have that this year. Uh, jingle jangle. I think one of our friends, Courtney, uh, neither song from seventies era, uh, Rankin Bass, uh, or the lyrics to a cow, uh, cowboy ditty. It jingle jangles descriptive of this chocolate covered snuff, uh, stuff. Uh, imagine if you get chocolate covered snuff, maybe they had that back then, like tobacco with chocolate covers, uh, mini pretzels, uh, in chocolate and white chocolate, uh, dark covered caramel popcorn, uh, chocolate Jojo cookies, uh, milk chocolate gem gems with a red candy coating. And milk and dark chocolate peanut butter cups, uh, 22.7 ounce tin, $8.99. That's good to bring somewhere. Uh, Taste of Vermont gift set. There you go. The next Christmas, guess what you're getting? Uh, yeah, maple Taste of Vermont. I wonder if it has anything fish. It should have like a fish thing in there. No offense. A little late Trader Joe's, but next year you got to have uh, some, can't have a Taste of Vermont without uh maybe put your Swedish fish in there. With like, not don't put maple syrup on the inside of Swedish fish. That doesn't sound good, but something like that. Yeah, it's three different kinds of maple syrup uh, made in a multi generational sugar house. Uh, uh, the old so charming name for a small cabin where sap is turned into maple sugar. Uh, I don't know. Uh, four three point four ounce bottles. Uh, a great gift for syrup lovers. Oh, the serves range from delicate and mild early season, boldest of bold late season. And you could do a syrup tasting. Talk about it. You talk about, I don't know if these people still say bougie, but, uh, it's like, if you're having a syrup tasting, you're, you're like, uh, uh, you're well beyond first world problems. If you have, st- you can't complain about a stomach ache from syrup tasting. People will be like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Uh, how about this one? Sugar plum jam. I didn't see this. I've, I've never, I don't know if I've ever had a sugar plum. Uh, yeah, that sounds good too. I guess I should have read this, eh? but I locked this stuff away for the podcast. Uh, then they had single serve K cups, a different, uh, uh festively co- festive coffees, uh, uh, wintery blend gingerbread. That's really good if you have that K cup thing and then you have holiday, um, gas. Uh, then they cheat. They have a lot of different kinds of cheese. Uh, particularly the, the Trader Joe's have been branching out to different fondues, which are good for kids, uh, for a fast dinner, like in the holiday season when you're like, okay, like, uh, I need something worse for me than what we've been eating. How about just bread and cheese for dinner? Uh, let's see, they had a ba- black pepper pecorino. Uh, that's probably good. Is that a hard cheese? Yeah, salty, peppery. Uh, that's good on some stuff, I'm sure. I don't know, on a cheese board. I'm not, a, I guess maybe that'd be good. 
Marcona almonds uh, with rosemary. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Six forty nine. Uh, rosemary. I love rosemary. Uh, uh, double cream brie with truffles. I may have had this on Christmas Eve. I had a cr- cream, and maybe this was it. And it tasted off to me, but I couldn't read the label because it had been open. Maybe that was it. it. Like uh, it was a little too much with the truffles. I said, "This, this, this, this brie turn. What's double brie mean? What does it mean?" I'm looking here. Adding to that exceptionalism is an inclusion of uh, authentic black truffles. Uh, that's definitely what I had. Uh, Edward Albee famously wrote, "And who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? You've got to have a swine to show you where the truffles are." Here's a Normandy-style fondue. Uh, the earliest known style comes from uh, cookbooking in Zurich from 1699. Yeah, but they're not the only players in the game. This holiday, we want to introduce you to a uh, uh, different but by no means less delicious fondue, fondue Normandy. Unlike Swiss, which is made with harder cheeses and white wine, uh, Normandy-style fondue is made with soft cheeses and brandy. I don't know. That sounds like a little too sweet. I saw apple brandy. Yeah, I'll skip that. Uh, fromage pavé, French for holy cow. Uh, it could be mistaken for brie, but it includes a step in the cheese making process that changes things dramatically. Uh, the milk goes through ultra fr- 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 filtration, which removes the whey before the process begins. Uh, that way, the cheese replaces more protein, calcium, and phosphorus. Uh, so it's exquisitely ripe and ready to enjoy only after two weeks. Uh, sounds interesting. A lemon ricotta. Uh, that reminds me of the song Lady Madonna. So there's another uh, parody song you could sing next holidays. When they say, hmm, what's in here? You say, lemon ricotta. And then you sing, that's a Beatles song, by the way, kids, uh, Lady Madonna. Yeah, so there's a two for one. I forgot, oh, the first song was R- Ricky uh, Martin. I don't know if we'll see any other ones. Uh, so then beet crackers, uh, three seed beet crackers. Uh, I'm sure they look good, but uh, plus if you serve beet, you have to at some point remind people like, uh, that uh, beet, beet goes through your body, it stays red. Uh, so like Christmas Eve at like one in the morning, I got a text, hey, don't forget you ate beets uh, uh, like uh, at my house. I said, oh, yeah. So I wasn't like, I didn't, wouldn't have worried about it anyway. It was like uh, then stuffed brie with garlic and herbs. That uh, could be interesting. Uh, bacon wrap dates with goat cheese. I'll pass on that. Ooh, creamy cauliflower and onion dip. Uh, that sounds decadent. Uh, and uh, they really are. Mil- I don't know. What did cauliflower prices plummet? Is that why? T- no offense, Trader Joe's. I know it's good for you, but why- what are you up to with this cauliflower usage? Did you corner the market? Scallops wrapped in bacon. That could be good. Uh, though I've been avoiding scallops because I can't eat shellfish, uh, and I thought scallops were a bivalve, but then, uh, I don't know if they get cooked with more of, uh, the crustaceans, uh, I don't know, provincial pastry puffs, uh, those are vegetarian, uh, with, uh, herbs de Provence and vegetables in their puffs, uh, 25 for three ninety nine. 
mini quiche duo. That's probably pretty good. Oh, yeah, truffle and Swiss uh, with cremini mushrooms and chives, and then bacon and sautéed onion with Swiss cheese and shallots. Uh, wow, that's like a, uh, uh, what do you call What do you call that thing when you have, oh, buffet come true. Uh, mini cheese crepes, uh, shrimp and salmon trio, mini brie and croat. Uh, that's kind of like a schmazzini sear, like fried cheese, but it's baked cheese. Uh, it says use the sugar palm jam. Uh, I think that's what it is. Uh, in cruders, does that mean, uh, in, uh, this is a miniaturized each person flaky puff pastry. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, almond, I, I did have this on one day and, uh, it, like I wasn't a fan. I like eggnog and to be honest, straight, like I did, I did, again, I tried to cut back on my eggnog consumption this year, but I had found like, uh, I'm not going to out the other main supermarket that's by me, but I, so I, I compared to Trader Joe's store brand eggnog light and regular to my local supermarket, uh, a giant chain supermarket, uh, and I don't know what was in their eggnog, but it was it, like, and I tried it at two different occasions. Uh, it had some, like, it d- d- didn't agree with me where Trader Joe's was great. Uh, and they only tried like two other brands uh, that were pretty good. Uh, then they had this cinnamon streusel coffee cake. I did buy this, and what I did was just like with the almond, I think I explained this, like, uh, they have the almond thing. I cut this cake into fours and then put three quarters in the freezer and served like one quarter for breakfast, two more with breakfast, two mornings. And then, so literally you got a six breakfasts for two out of that. Uh, and it freezes well. And then you pull it out of the freezer the night before, leave it on the counter wrapped and, uh, comes out great. And triple ginger brew that comes in a cool, uh, bottle. Uh, I didn't have any of this this year, but that's uh, cool. A gingerbread house kit. We didn't do that this year. Still have one from like 2015 that we haven't made. Same box, so. Uh, pitted cherries. That could be good. Uh, seven salts of the earth. Uh, the Fox interviews that. They have uh, Inca Sun, Blue Persian, South African Oak Smoked, uh, Hawaiian Red, Hawaiian Black Lava. Himalayan pink and Kalahari desert. Uh, wow, that's fancy. Eight ninety nine for a whole set of salts. Uh, poinsettias uh, five ninety nine. I didn't buy any of those. Uh, he said, "You don't." I looked at him. I said, "You're lucky you're not going home with me." Uh, cinnamon roll wreath. We did do this this year. This is one of the things where they uh, pr- you proof it with like their frozen croissants. Uh, and it really came out well, and it, it because it wasn't in that like uh, definitely had a much more natural tasting flavor than the ones that come in the tubes. Oh, here was a pick. This might be the, here. Here we go. Like if we had sound effects on the show, we'd have them now because this is my uh, 2017 Trader Joe's pick of the year. Pick of the year. Uh, honey, 100% Honey Crisp Apple Cider, two ninety nine for sixty four ounces. Uh, well, I didn't stock up on this. I had, I did go through two bottles of it, uh, and I'm a cider snob. And I'll tell you, like, most cider that isn't fresh, apple cider, is not, like, it's not, it's not, you say, that's like unfiltered apple juice or something. That's not apple cider. 
And most cider that's not made with like upstate New York apples, like Macintosh, like our friend Big Mac, uh, uh, like I don't have an interest in consuming, but this was pretty good. Like, I mean, if you want apple cider, go to your, um, local, uh, farmer's market in the apple season, but this will do. Uh, and especially cause it's like hermetically sealed. I'm sure you could keep it on your shelf for, uh, I mean, once you open it in your fridge, it's uh, seven to 10 days. Oh, unopened your pantry six months. Uh, but really good and a good alternative. I mean, I'm sure it's got a lot of sugar and stuff, but uh, it's really good. Uh, so Honeycrisp Apple Cider, that's my pick of the year. Like, you would have thought it was a cookie? No, it was a cider. And, and I guess the reason I say that is because it almost uh, it has a flavor of East Coast. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I never had any West Coast because I went to the farmer's market one time. And this was before, like uh when I was really struggling financially, he said, how much is your apple cider? And the, the person was like, you know, like $12. I was like, okay, I can't handle that. Uh, but this has the taste of real apple cider. That's the important thing. Like, uh, it has this like, uh, cider flavor. Uh, like it's a tart, I don't know. It's a tough to replicate. Uh, but it has a tartness, you know? Uh, let's get through the rest of this Belgian cookie collection. I think I tried that last year. I am a big fan of those Belgian cookies because I love butter cookies. I didn't try that this year. Then they have the peppermint JoJo's covered in chocolate uh, with candy cane or not candy cane. And those I can't eat anymore. Italian butter cookies. I didn't see that uh, with a few meringues. Uh, uh, maybe I want to try that. Oh, here's Dan. This is what I like. The Danish butter cookies. Uh uh, five dollars. I have to keep an eye out for that. Uh, that looks good. But they didn't have the ones I liked, which were just the Christmas wreaths or whatever. Uh, uh, this I didn't buy, but it looked interesting. Libkuchen, Libkuchen, uh, soft gingerbread biscuits. I almost bought that at checkout. Uh, and they said no scoots. We're practicing a control this year. Here was another one I didn't get because I was trying to practice. Well, what the heck? Why would you practice control? But a uh, short walker shortbread uh, assortment. Uh, uh, maybe that now that's 20, when, when it, like this, this is coming out in 2018, I'll just go and buy whatever I want. Uh, yeah, 32 cookie shortbread assortment uh, in different flavor profiles. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, Stroop waffle, uh, tin of Stroop waffle is, uh, if you, what do you mean you never heard of Stroop waffling? It says, uh, wafling, Stroop wafling, I don't know, uh, you, uh, caramel sandwiched between two thin waffles. I didn't see that either. Raspberry stars. I'm not, uh, that's it. That, that sounds uh, interesting, but, uh, I'd rather have the homemade ones of those. I guess I missed a lot this year because I didn't read this. Uh, three pepper salami, uh, tea party, winter was sale. Listeners, let me know that stuff's not tasty. Uh, salted honey milk chocolate. Oh, I tried those last year. Salted honey toffee crackers. Uh, need more salts on the cracker, I think, in 2016. I saw these. These look like a snack for lunch. Uh, soft, baked, drizzled gingerbread oat bars. Uh, but my daughter doesn't like bars for, for a snack uh, for school. 
I didn't see these either. Chocolate mint flavored cupcakes, uh, divine dessert. Uh, uh, oh, they, they come topped with mini cho- dark chocolate stars. Uh, candy creamed green tea. I haven't tried that, but I tried the chocolate black tea. It was very good. Chocolate peppermint almond beverage. I didn't try that, but uh, I did try the almond nog. It was good, but not as good as uh, like uh, a dairy-based nog. Uh, nut and fruits and honey. That's, I guess, another thing. Mini cannolis. Uh, eggnog yogurt. No, sir. You might as well call me a freaking snowflake. Uh, that just sounds weird. Eggnog yogurt. Uh, maybe I'll try it, though. Uh, truffle honey mustard. I don't like sweet mustards. Uh, geez, I'm sounding choosy here. Here's the ugly sweater cookie kit. That one is a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, really good uh, and fun. We did that Christmas Eve with a group of people. Uh, bourbon barrel maple syrup glazed walnuts. That could be good for something. Uh, no salt hazelnuts. New lower prices. Uh, a rainbow of honey, nine ninety nine. I got some honey from a listener. Thank you so much. Uh, light and regular eggnog, as I said, that's pretty good. Two ninety nine for uh, thirty two ounces. Uh, double cream bee chocolate l'orange. I didn't get one of those. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's not something I normally have anyway. I like to stick clothes in an orange. That was our holiday thing to make our house smell good as kids. Uh, I think the clove prices have exploded since I was a child, so I don't know if I would do that anymore. Also, I'm just assuming. Lobster tails, I can't have those, but that seems like a good deal. Wild caught. Uh, uh, fruit and nut crisps. Uh, chocolate chip panettone. You know, I think I saw, what's that guy? Jamie Oliver had a recipe with uh, panettone. Oh, so I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, Pan, I don't know, yeah, I don't know, I call it panatone, just like uh, the color thing. I think it's pronounced differently, but I say get, you know, that's one of my jokes, get panatone on the phone. I got to get my colors right, but it's pantone is the color thing. I don't know what this one is, panatone, or something, maybe it's panatone, I don't know. That's like the thing, it's like too close to... uh what is that? The nut, fruit, nut bread, fruitcake. Uh, I say panettone, maybe because it has anise. I don't know. I, I never have it. Uh, uh, paper white, they had amaryllis bulbs, uh, paper, paper white bulbs, uh, lip therapy kits. Uh, if you, if any lips need therapy, it's mine. They say, uh, they say, well, we don't need therapy. We're not doing anything other than flapping when you talk nonstop. Uh, winter wake up tea. The Grump Tree. I saw a lot of people getting those. That's kind of like something from the, the Who's Village. Uh, gingerbread Dog Treats. I got that last year for Koa. She liked it last year. But I said this year, I don't know. Uh, Bass Fisher's Gift Set. Ooh. Uh, I didn't see this. I love a Bass Fisher. I don't know. Uh, four for six ninety nine is a little spendy, though. Yeah, but that's that's always fun. I, me and my daughter were making our own bath fissers uh, uh, for a short time. Yeah, ginger uh, gingerbread coffee—that's not my style. Uh, cedar balsam candles—I have those in my car to keep my car smelling good. Oh no, I have them by my garbage can from last year. 
Uh, so this is spelled pretty good. Scandinavian tidings. Uh, what are those? Uh, oh, they're like Scandinavian sw- swimmers, uh, but they come in joyful shapes. Red ornaments, green trees, and clear stars. A berry-flavored sour apple and sparkling grape. Uh, those sound pretty good. Uh, warm vanilla vanilla body butter. That sounds pretty good for you know, like a bomb. Four ninety nine. Maybe I'll get that just to try it. Uh, when I put my bomb on, and uh, big chocolate bars. Those are hilarious. They're four pound giant chocolate bars. And that's the close of the flyer. But I do have to give two special mentions that, that may be in their next fearless flyer. But Trader Joe's, you know, there's uh, the sparkling water business is highly competitive now. And as I've talked with this with the listeners, like I, I try to drink, uh, I drink a lot of sparkling water and make some at home. And then I also drink the Gerholsteiner. I don't know if that's a problem. They come in a glass bottle at Trader Joe's, recyclable bottles. Uh, that's a mineral water. Then there's also Trader Joe's cans of uh, sparkling water, a little bit pricey. And any friend of like Bill, Bill's like uh, will tell you like they drink a lot of sparkling water out of a can, or a lot of us do, and uh, it's good because the cans get so cold and you get the visceral cracking of the can. So usually you have to go to a different supermarket, but Trader Joe's does have like in plastic like uh, one liter bottles. Uh, they've done some cool things, and they had two new flavors this holiday season: star star fruit, I think was one. And it was pretty good. It was almost like tasted like uh, a candy. And then uh, winter sangria was another one. And that kind of tasted like grape soda almost. And it's just sparkling water, you know, with whatever, you know, generally considered safe uh, flavorings are in there. But uh, they're both really good. Uh, so I recommend that. But you got to put it in a glass. Otherwise, you got to drink it out of plastic. Uh, so those are a couple things. Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, so I hope, uh, you know, you think about 2018 and uh, the Trader Joe's holiday season. Uh, maybe at some point Trader Joe's will, like, uh, you know, get their head on straight and support podcasts. Uh, you don't even need to support mine. Just support somebody's. And uh, But I hope you had a nice holiday season looking back at it. Uh, and I don't know what's in your cupboard, but I know what's in mine. Those chocolate stars are going to get some business soon. Uh, All right, good night, uh, and I'll talk to you soon.